You're listening to Head Table Talk. I'm your host with all the toasts, Meredith. Each week, I bring you wedding news, hot takes, and stories about working in the wedding industry. Sit back, relax, and prepare your toasts. Hello, Head Table Talkers. I'm back with another great episode today. We have Caitlin from Gifts for the Girls. This is such a great interview. I can't wait for you guys to hear it. But first, we need to talk about some wedding hot takes. So this is the part of the show where I have people write in anonymously some of their wedding hot takes and I share them and you can agree, you can disagree, doesn't matter. They're just opinions. It's a place for people to vent and again, just do what you want at your wedding. But we're going to do some wedding hot takes. Okay, one of them says, I'd be pissed if I got cake smashed in my face by my groom. Yes, 100%. Yes. I don't want to say it's a red flag if the groom smashes cake in the bride's face, but it's a teeny bit of a red flag. Um, The bride usually spends a lot of money and a lot of time getting her makeup done and to just smash some cake into it just for some laughs. It's not okay. Um, Yeah. So if you're getting married, don't do this. You know what? If you want to do it to your groom, maybe if he's not wearing any makeup for the day, that's fine. But cake smashing a bride's face needs to be done. Let's save the cake smashing for like one-year-old's birthday parties. Okay. Okay. Great. Next wedding hot take. Boho needs to be done. I think it, for the most part, it kind of is done as far as like over-the-top boho wedding stuff. Um, Like I talked about in the last episode, talking about wedding trends coming up, um, brides and grooms and couples are opting for a lot more timeless feel. So the classic black whites, you know, bouquet of just white roses. Um, I still think there's like a splash of boho here and there, but I don't think it's still around as like a full focal point of weddings. So that's a good news for your hot take. You don't like boho and I believe it is on its way out the door. Um, If you want to know more about wedding trends that are coming up in the industry, go back to my last episode. I kind of do a deep dive on what is coming in and what is going out. That being said, if you like boho, by all means, live up your boho dreams. Do whatever you want. Okay, we have a great guest today on the podcast. We have Caitlin from Gifts for the Girls. But first, let's take a quick break to hear a word from our sponsor. Head Table Talk is sponsored by Beloved the Shop. Beloved is a curated collection of women's elevated basics and versatile styles. When you shop with Beloved, you know you are working with a company that truly has heart. I mean, love is in their name and literally everything they do. With things from everyday essentials, adorable accessories, and 18 karat gold jewelry, Beloved is your one-stop shop for a capsule wardrobe. I recently got some products from Beloved and to say I'm obsessed is an understatement. The pieces are high quality, so comfortable, and reasonably priced. You can take advantage of their prices and more by using the code HTT10 at checkout for 10% off your purchase. That's code HTT10 at checkout. Shop today at BelovedTheShop.com and on Instagram. Pick up an Ankeny and fast shipping available. On today's podcast, we have Caitlin of Gifts for the Girls. Caitlin probably has the coolest job of all the wedding vendors, I'm not going to lie. She is a wedding and event content creator. She takes photos and videos candidly throughout your day to use for social media immediately. She even helps create TikToks and Reels. Caitlin is a number one hype 
girl for all of her couples and is even a 2023 bride herself. Welcome to the head table, Caitlin. Hello. Thank you so much for having me. That is an amazing introduction. And I do agree. I absolutely love this job and it's so fun to be a part of everyone's wedding day. So thank you for that. It's so cool. Like I've always like thought about that. And then I was just on TikTok one day and I stumbled across your page and I was like, oh my gosh, this actually exists. And I love it. Yeah, no, I honestly just feel like it was something I had been seeing where people post like the bits and pieces of their day from their weddings and didn't have everything. Or, you know, what I actually saw when it started, it was that there was a content creator and I'm blanking on her name. She was from the bachelor. Oh no. Mm. It was, um, Ben Higgins now wife from the bachelor. He was the bachelor. Um, she posted that she was doing a getting ready TikTok and like dropped her earring. That one where you pick up the earring and you're Mm. in your wedding dress. And her video is showing her the next day saying, oops, you know, now all my makeup and hair and everything's gone. And this is where we are. And I forgot to record the other half. So I was like, there should be someone in the wedding day that like helps remind you of these things and brings it to life. Yeah, absolutely. I feel like I have so many like drafts on my TikTok right now that are like the start of something and then I never finish <laughs> them. So tell me a little bit about how, okay, so you kind of said that tick or the the reel of her not finishing it kind of inspired you to start it. How long have you been doing this content creation for weddings then? So professionally, I have been doing it since September of 2022. So it is still really recent. Yeah. Um, I tried to get everything launched, I would say, May and with me launching everything, I was doing events for friends, whether it was mm-hmm. engagements, um, bridal showers, uh, weddings, all of that, because I needed obviously that experience before mm-hmm. I went into doing it for other people. So I would say May is really when it kicked off. And then September was my first paying bride and kind of really where everything kicked off. Once I had the real content from these actual weddings, mm-hmm. people started noticing the TikToks and the reels. And everything took off from there. Yeah. So kind of you have a a TikTok, which I love, by the way, explaining kind of like your packaging breakdown and everything, which I love because people, you know, it's like you said, it kind of sucks when you go through all the forms and stuff only to find out then that you can't afford them. Um, So kind of explain what like your different like kind of packages are and what kind of levels you can provide people. Yeah. So I ask the same question to every bride that I have an intro call with, and that is where you fall on the scale of one to 10. And I say, (laughs) my one bride is like, you know what? I just want the photo and video and I want to relive this the next day. I want these moments captured. So if I ever want to look back on them, I can. And then I say the 10 is like, you are a social media queen. You are Mm -hmm. all over Instagram, TikTok. You're wanting lives. You're wanting in feed posts on your wedding day. Um, And you really just want people that are not at your wedding to feel like they're still Mm. a part of it. Um, And so I say, where do you fall on that scale? And then that kind of helps me place what package would be best for them. So I have three packages. I have my paparazzi, BFF, and all-in package. So the paparazzi package is my most affordable option. And that's definitely for the bride who is that one on the scale of like, I just want the photos and videos and the memories captured. And that gets you a pre-planning session with me so we can go over anything, whether you have a shot list or just general ideas of where you want me to be um, in relation to your photographer and videographer. And then one TikTok or reel. So a lot of the time, it's funny. Those brides are the ones who are like, I'm not really on TikTok. I'm not on Instagram, (laughs) but I'm like, no worries. I can take that part over and help you out with it. 
Um, and then all the photos and videos by the end of the night. And then the BFF package is the same thing. Just you get another pre-planning session. Um, so we can go over once we have the day of timeline, just a little bit more in depth and seeing where there's gaps in the day and we can go from there. Um, and then you get three TikToks or reels and all the photo video. And then one, I say Instagram feature. So whether you want me to be doing story reposts, a live, um, an in-feed post, you get to pick one of those features to have throughout the day. And then the last one is the all-in package. And that is pretty much where you can customize whatever it is that you want. Um, I will be there to be basically your social media manager for the day of your wedding. Um, and like bridesmaid like I am there throughout every single aspect of the day and I make sure that everything goes smoothly we get all the behind the scenes moments captured um and have all of the TikToks and reels that you could ever imagine oh my gosh that's so cool I have so many questions to ask you so we're gonna get kind of right <laughs> into it so do you do uh, people like request like oh you know like that transition video like are they allowed to like request like specific like TikTok styles or reels to to record so in addition to us kind of just collaborating on ideas, I also have um, a file. It's like a PowerPoint presentation mm -hmm. where I'm essentially just going over the details with them of like, hey, these are every single trend I have mm -hmm. seen in the wedding industry or the getting ready ones, the day of, like reception reveals or um, a lot of people like the one where they do the dip kiss from the rehearsal to mm -hmm. the the ceremony. Um, so I have, really, I want to say it's almost a hundred at this point on wow. um, a PowerPoint presentation for my brides. So once someone fully books, we have a contract in place, I send that over and they can just scroll through that and it makes their life easier and they don't have to be the one scrolling on TikTok. Mm -hmm. I've already done all the work on the front end and they just let me know what they want to do. That's awesome. So can you just like add things to it? Like if something new comes up, yeah. So I actually, right now, I actually just got off a call with a new bride and she was like, I don't really know all the TikTok trends, but I like when I see the videos. Mm -hmm. So I told her, I was like, don't worry. Like I am constantly updating that mm -hmm. as well, because I know trends change. Some mm -hmm. trends don't last. Um, I know one that I feel will last forever is the Beyonce getting ready. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's like all forever. the transition yeah. phases. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> so that one is like, going to be stuck in there forever, but there are some that fall off and I notice are just with a certain time. Um, so as they change, I update the file as well. That's so cool. So are you there then? I, I guess this could depend on the package or the wedding. Are you kind of there basically when the bride's getting ready through the end of the night or how long is the day typically for you? It really depends on what the bride wants her focus of the day to be. I know some people really care about that getting ready time because a lot of the time your photographer is not there until mm -hmm. you're done getting ready. Um, so I really do get the behind the scenes candid content that the photographer or videographer won't get. Um, so a lot of people put emphasis on that time, but others are like, I don't care about the getting ready process. Let's start when the ceremony starts and go mm -hmm. through the reception. So I could be there. I say my smallest amount of time that I will be there is three hours. And like, okay. that was pretty much an elopement that I did yeah. and, or just a ceremony or just a dinner or something short. Um, but I would say the longest I've been at a wedding was a 12 hour, 12 and a oh, half wow. hour day. Yeah. Um, 
So yeah, it could be from 10 to 10 and I'm just there capturing everything throughout that time. That's so cool. Okay. Like what is your favorite part of the day to capture? Like if you could just relive it over and over again, like what is your favorite part? That is a really good question. I would say my favorite moments, and this doesn't have to be one, but my favorite moments are when I am alone with the bride and groom Mm -hmm. and getting something so real and authentic in terms of like their emotions throughout the day, which I don't think videography and photographer, you do capture a lot. And I love the way that those come out. I just feel like you're not seeing the super intimate moments where one of my favorites is after they walk back down the aisle, Mm -hmm. um, after they've just been announced bride or husband and wife, um, or, you know, whoever. And it's so exciting to see at the very end, like everyone's reaction and they look at each other in their eyes and they're like, Mm -hmm. we just did it. Or it's just really cool to see a couple's reactions. They are officially married it's something that I think is like a shock you realize you've gone through every movement of the day it's busy it's chaotic Mm -hmm. it's sometimes stressful and then you're like I can breathe um so that's one of my favorite moments and just like throughout the day getting the little moments I always say getting the other perspectives that the photographer and videographer aren't getting um if it's the photographer saying okay girls look over here um for bridesmaids and they're like everyone look over here. I'm getting the viewpoint of everyone watching that interaction or Mm. whatever it is. Yeah. So how has it been like working with photographers and videographers? Have they, they've been like super welcoming to like having you kind of join their team for the day? So it's so funny. I actually get great response from the photographers and videographers. Um, especially when it comes to day of, I know that sometimes they have questions like, what is this? Where did Mm. it come from? Um, is this, is this going to hinder, you know, that their own job. And I always try to ensure my brides, whether they want to do a meeting before the wedding with their photographer, videographer, I'm more than happy to do that and let them know, Hey, I'm not there to steal your spotlight. I'm not there to even get the same content that you're getting. I'm really getting the candid captured moments. And I also like to make sure that when I get there, I'm the first person to introduce myself to them let them know what I'm doing throughout the day if we haven't met before and then just go from there. I feel like I've gotten a really great response and a lot of them are like, Hey, I could use you for mm-hmm. me or, you right, know, exactly. it ends up being a really cool conversation. Yeah. I, Oh my gosh. It's just so cool. How do you, cause you, are you capturing most of it then on your phone? Yeah. So I think the biggest thing that I try to make sure to let my brides know is like, Hey, I can do everything on your phone, but I mm-hmm. do have the newest, um, like I have the iPhone 14 mm-hmm. pro max. So, I mean, as far as content goes, that's as high quality as you can get when it comes to iPhone. Um, so I'm like, you know what, don't worry about me taking your phone throughout the day. I will capture everything on my mm-hmm. phone. And then the process is that at the end of the night, um, I, my contract, it says 24 hours, but I try to ensure I haven't had a wedding where this has failed yet. So fingers crossed, <laughs> I get every single thing delivered before I even leave the venue. Wow. Um, so I actually airdrop everything in the last hour. I just start batching things. Mm-hmm. Or if I have downtime throughout the day, I batch things over via airdrop and yeah, it's worked well so far. So I hope it doesn't fail me. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So do you just have like the most giant like memory storage on your phone or do you like back things up once you yeah. get home? Um, I have a terabyte of storage. So I think it's like wow. the highest that you can have. Um, 
but I do delete eventually from my phone because I would just have a million pictures of weddings on my phone and nothing personal. Um, oh my gosh, so what I totally I do, agree with that. Yeah. So what I do is I go home, um, upload everything to Google drive, and then I share that file with my couple as well so that they have everything. Um, and I keep everything. I have it stated in my contract for the remainder of a year. So mm. if anything happens, say a couple goes on their honeymoon and they're in Bora Bora and one of those over the ocean suites and their phone flies into the right. ocean and they never backed it up to iCloud yet. I have everything backed up so that they have a copy of it as well. That's so smart. Do you bring like a portable charger with you too? Like, is your phone just constantly yes. plugged in? <laughs> yeah. And it's kind of funny because I walk around with, um, I, I typically wear like a blazer that has pockets because I need those pockets filled with my different, um, utilities throughout the day. So I have my portable charger. So I typically have like a little cord sticking out mm -hmm. of my pocket. Um, between that, I have a light that I like to use mm. when it gets darker or there's reflection between like chandeliers and lighting a lot of the time. So I use my portable light. And then I also use a gimbal, um, which okay. if you're not familiar, it's the DJI, DJI Osmo um, version six, I want to say. And that is a stabilizer. So it kind of produces more of that cinematic effect. Mm -hmm. I like to do it when it's the bride walking down the aisle or the groom looking, you know, they do those shots where they're cheersing with everyone else. And just when they're doing speeches, just slower moments, I like to have the stabilizer and get a wide angle of everything mm -hmm. going on. That's so cool. That's genius to have that as well. Because it, it makes it look, I'm sure, even more professional too. Definitely. And it's honestly, too, everyone's hand at some point <laughs> mm -hmm. um, your hand will get a little shaky. There's a point in the night where you're like, dang, I've been holding my phone for 10 hours. So it really helps out with that kind of stuff. So do you have like a background in like marketing and social media or what kind of introduced you into this kind of realm of work? So I don't, but I actually, so I went to school, I went to Azusa Pacific University in Southern California and I graduated with a degree in communications mm -hmm. and I first was going to school, I did marketing. And then I was like, you know what? I don't know if this is the field I want to go into switch to comm. I actually had four majors before I ever decided <laughs> I was, I was one of those. Um, but I knew just through comm drawn to the idea of content creation and influencing. Mm -hmm. But I think the problem is that I didn't really know how to get into it. I was always trying things or, you know, when people start out in influencing, they get sent um, product and then you just post about it before you were really getting paid or anything like that. I was doing things like that where I was sharing TikToks, Instagram posts, story posts, but I wasn't getting money from it. So I was like, how can I do this and make a real income from it? So I saw the idea of UGC coming around, which yep. If you're not familiar, it is user-generated content. It was really a way, I would say, last year is really when it started mm -hmm, booming. Yeah. And it's a way for a brand to pay you without you needing to be an influencer. Um, you are essentially giving them the content to post. You don't need a face behind the name. You are just giving them content for their website, their socials, whatever it is, and then getting paid for it. So my first interest was UGC. And then I 
We fell in love with the process of my own wedding planning. I'm a bride-to-be getting married in a couple of months. And I was like, how can I blend these two together? I've always been the friend where people are like, are we done with pictures? Are we (laughs) going to sit here for 10 minutes and take a whole photo shoot? And I'm like, yes, we are. Um, So I just kind of blended my love of both of those things. And really, it was just the perfect blend. And I was so excited. And I was like, I have so many friends getting married in 2022. Um, I went to nine weddings. Wow. So <laughs> yeah, nine weddings, several bachelorettes. And I was like, this is my perfect opportune time to where I cannot book people yet, but I can definitely get the content mm-hmm. that I need to jumpstart my portfolio. That's so cool. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Nine weddings, <laughs> count. So who's doing the content creation for you on your wedding day? Okay. So funny. So I actually hired, um, her name is Taylor and she runs the account. It's called batched on Instagram, TikTok. I love her. I will give her all the shout outs in the world. (laughs) Um, so we actually started doing wedding content creation right around the same time. We Mm -hmm. both followed each other. It's so funny how the internet works. You just Mm -hmm. find someone and we started like commenting and then we started DMing and then it led to texting now we talk on the phone. I talked to her this morning. Um, I told her that I was going on your podcast and we, <laughs> she was like prepping me. Um, and so we are really, I would say each other's biggest supporters in this mm-hmm. space. And I'm so happy to have her because one, we built this from nothing of like, right. have anyone to base pricing off of, you don't have anyone to base packaging off of it. We were seriously in the very beginning where like we were going in blind. Um, right. So it was really amazing to have someone that helped me out on that front of like, Hey, this is what I'm doing, or this is maybe verbiage you could put in your contract and stuff like that. Um, it's been really amazing. So I'm having her at my wedding and I am so excited. We're finally going to meet in person and it's going to feel like I've already been with a friend, um, all this time. Yeah. That's so cool. Yeah. I didn't even think about that. Cause you know, as a photographer myself, like I can literally go online and like Google like wedding photography contract examples and 15 million will show up. Whereas, you know, you guys are yeah. basically starting a whole new niche from the ground up. And so you kind of do have to, you know, go in blindly and start, start somewhere though, you know? Yeah. And I think that was the scariest part, especially pricing, um, pricing in the beginning, I say that I now have my brides where I'm like, you got my intro pricing because mm-hmm. it, once you realize the work it takes, how long you're on your feet throughout the day, the amount of drive time and all of that, it, things really start to set in for you of like, whoa, okay, now I know what my time is valued at and we need to make some adjustments. So it's funny because my first few brides were in that intro pricing and I'm so happy because we both benefited from that. They got the intro pricing. I got the content that I needed to help build my portfolios and my profiles and all of that. Um, but yeah, it, it's been a progress and a journey. Oh, so cool. Okay. We have just like a couple um, kind of, I don't want to call them fluffy questions, but just less business yeah. oriented or actually before we get to that, I'm curious. So like when you make your TikToks and reels, then um, do you, because do you create them in like a third party app and then send them to them so they can post it like to their account or do you create it like with the login from their account? So I create everything in the app CapCut, which I have, it's so easy to use. Once you spend a couple of hours on it, I would say you are good to go. 
And the nice thing is the platform doesn't change. I think the problem Mm -hmm. with social media in general is that Instagram's always changing its features. Mm -hmm. TikTok is always, whether you know it or not, they're equally changing things in the editing features. So if you're using them every single day, know that it's going to get switched up on you. Um, Also, I just don't rely on Instagram or TikTok to actually create the content because they have watermarks in them. Mm -hmm. Um, And a lot of people don't know this, but whether you are taking something from TikTok to Instagram or Instagram to TikTok, the algorithm does not favor their videos Mm -hmm. with the opposite watermarks. Um, So I've learned a lot about that as well, just like search engine optimization, tags, all of that kind of stuff, um, more on the marketing side. But a lot to learn. And I feel like it's the easiest way to keep everything centrally located. Mm -hmm. And it's just simple. And then I can save it on my phone, send it over. We can add the music in TikTok or Instagram and go from there. That's so cool. Yeah. Cause like when I post like a reel or a TikTok, I mean, I usually do post like the same idea, but I do create it in a third party app because I know the watermark, if it shows up, like they really hate that. And it just, that right. extra added step sometimes can be a lot. So I commend you for that because goodness, <laughs> I, I can't <laughs> do you. it all the time. So, okay. Um, yeah. Do you have any wedding day rituals? So I don't know if this is necessarily a wedding day ritual, but to get my day started on the right foot I like to include a workout and that doesn't have to be like some intense like I'm not orange theory actually and that is intense um but I would say like a yoga session or a nice long walk or something of that sort it just gets my mind in the right headspace and I'm like feeling really positive and ready to tackle the day um yeah I just I for some reason I have to do that. And it makes me feel good going into someone else's wedding day. I'm pumped. I'm excited. I am fully awake and ready to go. Um, yeah, it sounds I like you're just getting yourself sure. centered and just grounded. And like you said, be ready to be in the moment. Yeah. And then I also make sure that thing I do with every couple is have a note, an iCloud note that's running before their wedding day of like, Hey, if you have any last minute things, feel free to add them here or just whatever our day layout looks like Mm. just me and them personally, Mm. it's all in one place. So I have, whether I need the room number for the getting ready location Mm. or the contact for the wedding day so that I'm not contacting the bride, if anything arises, um, I go over that note just to be fully prepped and ready for the day and make sure I have everything in place. That's so cool. What are some wedding trends that you are really loving right now? It can be like a literal like TikTok trend or just like wedding decor vibes in general. Right now is the sound that's allowed me to reintroduce myself and it's the bride showing off their ring and it's before they're ready and then it zooms out and it's like their wedding day and everything, you know, just it looks so it's so fun and it's so easy. I feel like if you don't hire a wedding content creator, It is so easy to do these trends. All you have to do is search the trend and then tutorial afterwards. That's my Mm -hmm. tip of the day is whatever it is you're wanting to do and tutorial, someone on TikTok will teach you. Um, Absolutely. My favorite TikTok trend. And then I would say my favorite wedding trend. Hmm. I would say bright colors. Um, Mm -hmm. As we're approaching spring again, we're going to see more color. Um, I feel like year was a huge emphasis on black and white classic like just very simple elegant timeless weddings and I feel like this year we're bringing back color and I love it I mean 
I'm a little biased. I'm getting married in March and I have a colorful wedding. So I love that. Yeah. We're doing, um, dusty blue and then pops of peach and light pink. So it's going to be very spring. Um, and then I also love veil embroidery. Veil embroidery has been a huge thing. And just like, it can be significant to you as a couple. It could be just a saying that's a wedding saying. It could be lyrics to a song. I love all of it. And I keep thinking, I'm like, should I do this? It would be such a last minute ad. And I, I've been going back and forth, but I love that so much. Yeah. I think, was it Haley Bieber who really kind of started that? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So cool. And then I think recently it was Maddie Pruitt Mm -hmm. from The Bachelor. She did it as well. And I keep seeing ideas that popping up on my Pinterest um, feed. Yeah. They're so cool. I love them. I didn't wear a veil and it's one of my biggest regrets. I'm not going to lie. Oh my gosh. What made you, what was your decision or like why you did it? Um, I just kind of thought like, you know, they're only in a couple pictures and it's, you know, it's just a piece of fabric. But then looking back, I'm like, when else am I going to get to wear a veil in my life? And right. <laughs> the few pictures that it is in, it makes it look really beautiful. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah. Do you have any wedding horror stories, anything bad that you've seen on a wedding day? We love to be transparent and remind people that things can go wrong on your wedding day and it won't be the end of the world. True. Very true. Um, It's actually a personal story and Ooh. it happened to me on a wedding day that I was going to. Um, so it was a day. There was plenty of traffic lined up to get for me to get from my home to this venue. So I told myself before I left, I was like, you know what? Um, I'm going to allot way extra time just in case there's an accident or whatever comes up. So I ended up getting to the venue about an hour and 15 minutes early. Like I was so early. Like the, there was no one in sight. The floral people were setting up, but like, oh my gosh, set it up yet. Yeah. And this is like, while the, the bride is getting ready. So she wasn't even ready yet. She was going to get ready at the location. So I was extremely early. Um, and then I run into the site coordinator and she was like, hi, I'm so-and-so I introduced myself, you know, everything's going good. I was like, I'll just get some content of like the grounds, you know, before they show up. And I kind of took a seat, ate my snack. You know, I had a plenty of time. And then I do a post of the grooms getting ready, like sweet, which it was a very cool getting ready suite. It, it was just so unique to anything I had seen. And I record it, post it to my story. And within five minutes, I get a DM from my bride for the next weekend. And she says, oh my gosh, is the couple getting married at this location too? And I realize in that exact moment that I'm at the wrong location. <gasps> oh my gosh. Um, <laughs> and you know what? I told myself I would never tell this story unless I had like a public platform to tell it. Yeah, and that's, that's why it's funny. So funny. Because, yeah. So we are fully past it. This was months and months ago now, but, and I have learned from this mistake, but I am still early thinking I'm on time and I'm like, oh no. And then I start looking around and I notice that the signage, not the couple's name. <laughs> So there was at least um, still a wedding going on. So it was like, yeah, yeah this is the right site, place. My coordinator even said, oh, she'll be arriving at this time, which was the exact same time oh my that gosh. my bride was arriving. <laughs> it was this whole thing. And so I immediately start sprinting to my car and I'm like, oh no, how long is it going to take me? And luckily I only ended up getting there to the wedding I was supposed to be at maybe 
15, 20 minutes late. I apologized profusely. And this was my biggest lesson I learned. The wedding planner, I was apologizing to her and she was like, don't worry about it. It's fine. Like she's not even going to notice. Like it's not a big deal. And that wedding planner, like in my brain that stays with me through every single wedding of like, these are small things in comparison to the day. Um, Mm -hmm. The bride has plenty of other things to worry about or plenty of other things going on. And I always want to come in and reinforce like the relaxed, chill, Mm -hmm. cool, calm and collected vibes for the day, because there's enough stressors in your wedding day. Your vendors should not be one of them. Um, So that is my really tragic story that I turned into a life lesson. (laughs) You know, though, that's not, that's not terrible. You know, you, only 15 no, minutes late. That's not bad. Right. And it was in the beginning. So I was like, oh no, this is going to taint the image of my business. Mm-hmm. And I was just, just spiraling. And then this in your head, right. This wedding planner was like, fine, no one's worried. We're good. And I was like, yeah. okay, perfect. <laughs> yeah. That's one thing that I've really been leaning into a lot as a wedding photographer is yes. Photography is the main component of my job, but also like a cool, calm and collected person to make sure that the bride or groom or couple isn't worried on the day. Like if there's a forecast for rain, I never say like, oh, well, your ceremony definitely isn't happening outside. I just always say, we'll keep an eye on the forecast, like never negative. Right. Yeah. I did have one experience where, and this was like one of those moments where you're like, wow, I love my job. Um, I always say, I always come home and tell my fiance stories of I become the bridal concierge because I'm with Mm. them all day. So I don't leave their side really. Um, so a lot of my brides that I've had so far, um, grooms as well, but not as much because I'm not spending as much time, you know, with them, Mm -hmm. but my brides, I'm like carrying their veil from spot to spot, or if they need water and I can see they haven't eaten a snack all day. I'm like, Hey, you should take a bite of food or whatever it is. I'm really there to help them with whatever I have been to the point. I've fixed hairstyles. I've fixed makeup all of that. And I had one situation at a wedding where a future mother-in-law or, you know, the mother-in-law was having an issue. And I I don't know what the issue was. I just saw that she was emotional and it was before the wedding and it was kind of distracting the whole Mm. wedding party. And I don't know, just putting a damper on things. So I went over and I talked to her. I was like, Hey, is everything okay? Is there anything I can help you with? And she was like, no, I'm fine. I'm fine. And just kind of let me go. So I went back to what I was doing. And then about hours later, so this is right before the ceremony, during the reception, right when it was starting and cocktail hour was ending, she walked up to me and said the sweetest thing. She was like, I just want to come up to you and tell you, like, thank you so much for coming up to me and checking in on me. She was like, the issue is not like relevant. It's not your problem at all. But she was like, just you coming up and having a smile on your face and watching what you've been doing all day. She was like, it just made me happier and more at ease. And I was like, I'm so happy that that happened because the last thing we want is anything negative happening on a wedding day. So Mm -hmm. it was cool to be a small part of like someone just mindset changing. I'm getting teary. I just thinking about that. That's so sweet. (laughs) What a nice compliment. Yeah. And I was, I was honestly very surprised. I wasn't sure how she was been feeling Mm -hmm. in that moment. So when she came up to walk to me, I was like, Oh no, what's she going to (laughs) say? Oh, sorry. Yeah. That's so cool. Well, this has been amazing, Caitlin. Where can our listeners find you at online? So I am at gifts for the girls, G-I-F-T-S, for the girls on Instagram, TikTok, 
and I'm working on getting my website up right now. I am realizing that a website takes some time. So be on the lookout for that. It would be the same, um, giftsforthegirls.com, which will come out. I would say early February is the goal right now. Mm -hmm. I want to have it done before my wedding. Yeah. Oh, well, congratulations. Your job is so cool. Um, at the end of every episode, we always toast to something in the last week that has made us laugh, brought us joy, helped us out. So I'm going to go first and then I'm going to have you toast. Um, I'm going okay. to toast to these new West Elm cups that I got on mad crazy sale yesterday. They're very adorable. Love that. They make my, my coffee seem a little bit more elevated and I got them for like a fraction of the price. And I wasn't even like looking for anything. I was just killing time before a shoot and I stumbled upon them. I was like, I need those in my life right now. So toast into West well, Elm wait. clearance. <laughs> Toasting a good deal. <laughs> How about you? Okay. So I am toasting one with my new Stanley cup. I am one of these Stanley stands now. Um, but I would say my toast for the week is to post-it notes, which is mm. hilarious because as I'm approaching my wedding, I was starting to feel in disarray about the random items that I need to order or do mm. or things that I shouldn't forget. We're having a destination wedding. So things to not forget mm. before I leave. And I didn't know how to organize it. So I was like, you know what? we're doing the post-it note poster board route and it has mm. saved my life every single day. I just start noting any random thing in my mind and I stick it to the board and it makes my life so much easier. So that is what I'm toasting to this week. Love a good post-it note. Post-it note sponsor you. Like, come on. <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so cool. Well, thank you so much for coming on this podcast. It was so great. You're the first content creator um, for weddings that I've got to interview. So this was very exciting and I learned so much today. And just thank you for being on. Thank you so much for having me. I am so honored to be here and be the first yeah. wedding content creator. So I'm looking forward to the future and so thankful you had me here. Yeah. Well, listeners, we will be back next week with another great episode. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. And I will talk to you next week. Bye. <laughs>